when the wine ran out at the wedding in Cana? Why did Mary ask Jesus to intervene? What did Jesus mean when he answered that his hour had not yet come, but then intervened anyway? And finally, why did Jesus miraculously produce better wine than expected by the master of the feast? Let's dive into the text on today's episode of the Glowing Coals podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Glowing Coals. In last week's episode, we finished up our study of John chapter 1. Today, we are going to look at the wedding in Cana where Jesus performs his first recorded sign or miracle. Let's begin reading now in John chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. Notice here that the author mentions that it was the third day. We can only assume at this point that the first day was around the time that John the Baptist baptized Jesus, followed by his calling of his first disciples, Andrew, John, Peter, Philip, and Nathaniel, all of whom were from the city of Galilee, Nathaniel more specifically from the village of Cana. And in this village was a wedding in which Mary, Jesus, and his disciples were invited. Let's continue in verse 3. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. So first off, why is running out of wine a concern to Mary? Well, it's highly probable that Mary was related or very close to those holding the celebration. And to run out of wine would be a major embarrassment to the family of the groom who was responsible to pay for the wedding. For when the wine stops, so does the party. Next, we see that Mary tells Jesus that they ran out of wine. We can only assume at this point that Mary knew Jesus had the power to fix the problem so that the wedding could continue without a hitch. Let's continue reading in verses 4 and 5. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does that have to do with us? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. The reply that Jesus gives his mother is a Semitic idiom which distances the two parties. In other words, Jesus was saying, What does one thing have to do with the other? Jesus had not yet begun his ministry, which would include performing miracles or signs that would attest to his identity as the Messiah and Son of God to lead unbelievers to faith. When Jesus said that his hour had not yet come, he was referring to his death, an exaltation that would precede the blessing of the kingdom of heaven on earth. Performing a miracle by producing wine was outside the scope of its intended purpose. Mary then tells the servants to do whatever Jesus tells them to do. Jesus honored his mother's request out of respect, but does it discreetly. Let's continue in verses 6 through 8. Now there were six stone water pots set there for the Jewish custom of purification, containing twenty or thirty gallons each. Jesus said to them, Fill the water pots with water. So they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Draw some out now, and take it to the head waiter. 
So they took it to him. Here we read that Jesus instructed the servants to fill the water pots with water to the brim, and then to draw some of the water and present it to the master of the feast to taste and approve of the batch of wine to be served. The master of the feast was responsible to ensure everyone was well fed and had plenty to drink. Note also that the servants filled the water to the brim. This would indicate that nothing could be added to the pot. This is significant in what we are about to read next. So let's continue in verses 9 through 11. When the head waiter tasted the water, which had become wine, he did not know where it came from. But the servants who had drawn the water knew. The head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, Every man serves the good wine first, and when the people have drunk freely, then he serves the poorer wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This beginning of his signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee, and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. When the head waiter tasted the wine, he was surprised to discover that he was tasting better wine than was previously served. He spoke to the bridegroom and said that the best wine was always served first. Why is this? Well, the better wine was served first so that when the guests became inebriated, they wouldn't notice that the wine served last was diluted, up by at least one-third with water. Serving the best wine last would require more wine and be more expensive, for sometimes these weddings could go on for as long as seven days. But you may be asking, why didn't Jesus turn the water into cheaper wine to begin with? We could say he made the wine better to manifest his glory to his disciples so that they would believe in him. And perhaps it was also to teach them a spiritual lesson that the kingdom of heaven was at hand. And Jesus, our bridegroom, demonstrated through this miracle that the best is yet to come. If you want to know more about Jesus, then please like this episode and subscribe to the Glow & Coals podcast. Don't forget to click the bell for future notifications. Also, consider sharing this episode with others and leaving a comment. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can help us reach more listeners by rating us and leaving a review. Thank you for listening. Until next time, Godspeed.